Leslie Ferry, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of Brise, a mobile app designed to empower individuals and ignite their career success. My personal experiences, a lifelong career in technology, and a deep desire to build something that helps others experience more joy and less stress and anxiety at work led me to create Brise. On our Bright and Wise podcast, we integrate practical skills development guidance with stories of exceptional people who share how they got to where they are today and where they want to go next. My vision is a world where everyone is happy with who they are, skilled at overcoming adversity, and achieving their goals for success. Keep listening to hear how you can become bright and wise. This is the second in a three-part series of podcasts dedicated to exploring seemingly innocent behaviors that are frustrating managers and can stall an individual's growth at work. As I mentioned last week, I've been spending a lot of time with the, the Bryce community lately, and I've noticed some recurring themes in my conversations, specifically about evolving employee behaviors. As a reminder, those three top behaviors are asking a lot of questions about a project, research problem, or task that they've been asked to take on, taking a rapid response approach to work with a strong focus on um, uh, getting something done or seemingly checking something off the to-do list versus considering the quality of what they're producing. And third, injecting buzzwords or recent headlines into conversations that don't seem to pertain to the topic being discussed. In this episode, we're going to tackle the second behavior, taking a rapid response approach to work with a stronger focus on getting something done or seemingly checking something off their to-do list versus considering the quality of what they're producing. Everything seems to move faster today, and I think that's really driven by the rapid pace of technology development. And a quick look at the products that we use on a daily basis can serve as proof. There are too many productivity apps to name, and information on a topic is available at our fingertips thanks to Google. Google even attempts to define what we're searching for through their intelligent search suggestions, and even our entertainment options are practically decided for us. Streaming services, they they shortcut our searches by monitoring and viewing our behaviors and then making content recommendations. These Thinking assistance really only further supports the fact that Dr. Sandra Schrock shared with us on a prior podcast that our brains are lazy and we prefer default mode or automatic thinking. These services are increasing the amount of time we actually spend in automatic thinking mode because it's easy and comfortable. But at work, there are few to no automatic answers to the questions and problems that we need to attempt to solve every day. When designing new ways of doing things and analyzing the financial performance of programs or even our company, negotiating product features and pricing with customers, all of these situations present unique inputs that deserve thoughtful consideration about how they came to be, time creating different actions we can take to improve the situations. And probably most importantly, they deserve time to predict reactions to these potential actions. 
intentionally thinking about the possible reactions leads to better outcomes and helps to avoid unintended negative results. When we think automatically, we make mistakes. We can fail to seek out data that would help us lead to more sound decisions. We can have a lapse in judgment and we make errors. To answer questions more thoughtfully, to effectively problem solve, to make sounder, better decisions, to design creative, new, innovative ways of doing things. In other words, to add value and achieve our goals and objectives at work, we need to move beyond automatic recall thinking to cause and effect process thinking, which is also known as foresight. We successfully achieve intentional strategic thinking when we can correctly predict different outcomes to actions, and not just the immediate action, but a series of responses to actions four to five steps ahead of where we start. A good analogy for this thinking process is the domino effect. We need to consider what will happen immediately after we take an action and then predict the reactions to that action. We need to keep thinking about and analyzing the possible reactions as each domino falls, if you will. Those reactions, they may be, may be positive or negative. So to develop foresight, we need to slow our brain processes and, or thinking and intentionally focus on a topic that's being discussed, a task that we're trying to complete, or um, a challenge we are attempting to overcome. During our conversation with Dr. Schrock, she shared an interesting point as to why we humans take this rapid response approach to thinking. And personally, I I hope this is changing in schools today, but for us older generations, there were a lot of immediate recall approaches to learning. Students who answered first were viewed as the smart students. But what we failed to realize, and we weren't taught back in those days, that, that these teaching approaches reinforced recall, not situation analysis. And storing and recalling information is is very helpful in many situations, and especially when playing Trivial Pursuit. Um, But making decisions requires understanding the interrelationships of information, situations, people, and then predicting how a change in one will impact the others immediately and then in the longer term. One way to measure if we are thinking intentionally at work is by analyzing the type of questions we receive when we present an idea or a recommendation. If the questions center around behaviors of others or reactions, we're not thinking through the situation in as much detail as we probably should. Another way to measure if we are thinking intentionally is to observe how we spend our time during the workday. One of the biggest barriers to intentional thinking is doing and reacting to others. We can get so wrapped up in completing tasks that we we don't take the time to think intentionally. We need to move from reacting to the suggestions of others, to predicting or identifying problems, defining better ways of doing things, recognizing customer frustrations, and defining solutions. Or more specifically, we need to shift decision-making from reflex, automatic thinking, to reflection 
intentional thinking. When we are one of those individuals that are suggesting new ideas, recommending process improvements, or uh, predicting potential problems before they happen, we demonstrate intentional strategic thinking. Our discussion with Dr. Schrock and these examples really do bring to light why this type of behavior can frustrate our boss or manager. If you've listened to some of our other podcasts, you've heard us discuss how work today involves strategic thinking, collaborative behaviors, and positive mindsets. The muscle that we need to flex throughout the day is our brain to figure out how to overcome challenges, fix problems, or design approaches or plans that help to achieve our defined goals. If we need to go back to the drawing board on a topic or present incomplete ideas, we are the cause of a delay in making progress. Here are two actions that you can take to determine if and how deeply you are intentionally thinking. First, at the end of uh, each day for a week, reflect on how you spent your day. Did you primarily complete tasks that were suggested by others, or did you present new ideas, new processes, and a different point of view of uh, data uh, analysis? Did you spend time contemplating what's taking place in your company? If you said something like, I noticed and we should consider doing X, Y, or Z, you demonstrated intentional thinking that day. Second, reflect on the feedback you received when you present your ideas. Well, what type of questions do others ask? Was the outcome of the discussion the need to conduct more research or agreement on how to move forward? If it was the latter, you demonstrated intentional thinking. Some of the elements that support intentional thinking and approaches to developing foresight include questioning the validity of data and its sources for different information, reversing our thinking, conducting pre-mortems, understanding our cognitive biases, and more. After you practice the two exercises, if you decide you want to learn more about these and other intentional thinking development approaches, head to brise.co and sign up for our app and explore the intentional thinking module. If you find our podcast interesting, please leave us a rating and review so others can benefit too. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.